Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode two of Northern Exposure. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to say thanks so much for taking a listen. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any other kind of podcast app you may use to listen. Uh, you can also watch a video version of this podcast on YouTube. Uh, so I don't I don't have the fanciest background right now. Uh, it's because, uh, unfortunately, our house flooded uh, just over a month ago, about a week after I recorded the first episode. So between that and then doing some uh, freelance contracts, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to record the second episode till now. But anyway, today we're going to talk about recording high quality sound for YouTube videos. So just a bit of a word of warning, this podcast, at least the first dozen or so episodes of the podcast are going to be really focused on teaching newcomers. Uh, I was writing earlier, uh, late last year slash earlier this year for a blog website called Vlog Nation. Great team over at Vlog Nation. Uh, their website is dedicated to what I just said, uh, helping newcomers uh, start YouTube videos and like kind of giving them tips and tricks. So I was asked to write kind of tech articles for them. Uh, so I wrote about 10 articles or so, and then they actually got uh, bought out. Uh, so they're kind of on a six month hiatus right now. So I don't know if I'll be writing for them again or not till about six months from now, but they're kind of in a restructuring hiatus for now. But so I'm going to base a lot of these first dozen episodes or so off of articles I wrote for them. So today we're going to talk about recording high quality sound. Now, before I even get into the episode as well, this is not gear focused. Yes, of course, I'm going to talk about gear uh, in terms of uh, how gear can help you. But uh, when it comes to your filmmaking journey, especially when you're new, I find uh, problem solving with uh, the stuff you have is going to help you a lot as a filmmaker going forward. I still use techniques today on corporate shoots that I started learning about uh, years ago when I started my filmmaking journey. Uh, big ex big inspirations for me were guys like uh, Robert Rodriguez, Steven Soderbergh, early stuff, uh, where they just shot essentially with what they had access to, whether it was locations gear or whatever. Uh, the story of Robert Rodriguez in general, if you're not aware of it, The Rebel Without a Crew is uh, is quite a fascinating story for filmmakers. I highly suggest you check it out. But all right, let's get into the episode. So today, like I said, we're going to be talking about how to record high quality sound. So what's great about uh, creating video is that there's no set of rules to go about it. However, there are guidelines that you should follow in order to get the best quality out of your equipment. YouTube videos kind of range in a variety of topics, but uh, this episode, we're going to focus on vloggers and specifically people who are talking to themselves in a room or talking to a camera in a room, as you see all the time in like makeup vlogs. Uh, Casey, of course, has his segments where he records in a room, same with Peter McKinnon. Uh, and then you can apply some of these techniques to um, out the uh, guerrilla filmmaking, as it's called. Um but uh, yeah, so a lot of this is going to apply to if you're just essentially recording yourself in a room talking to a camera, kind of like what I'm doing right now. Uh, anyway, so when people think about making high quality videos, they immediately think they need an amazing camera. They think they need 4K. They think they need amazing autofocus and they need a camera that's amazing in low light. And all those things do help. No question. They're not going to have as much of an impact as sound. Sound is hugely important. We watch poorly shot video all the time, whether it's on Snapchat, Insta stories, or even, you know, all the cell phone footage you see on the mainstream news, people will watch that stuff because the audio is kind of half decent, but, uh, no one will watch a video longer than I wrote down 30 seconds here, but I, I can't see you listening to a, or watching a video longer than 10 seconds. 
if it has terrible audio. I know I don't make it past 10 seconds if it has terrible audio. Think like um, in the summertime, people love to post the concert videos of the concerts they're going to. And that is a prime example of videos that have terrible audio. As soon as I see those things, I click right off it because I'm not even going to deal with that. Uh, but yeah, so most people will watch poorly shot video, but they won't deal with poorly poor audio. Audio, like video, is such a dense art form, and there's just such an infinite amount of knowledge that you could still learn a bunch of stuff and feel like you know just a, a, a fraction of what there is to learn about audio. Uh, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to know everything, just some basic tips to get some good audio. Uh, so my first tip is to record in a quiet location. So whether it's your air conditioner humming or the cars honking outside in traffic, these noises can be distracting to your audience. Making sure you're in an area that has the least amount of sound interference as possible will help you a lot before you even press record. Uh, now, short of you being in a professional studio environment, it could be a little bit difficult. Uh, during the time of, I actually wrote in the article, during the time of writing, I actually could hear my neighbor's lawnmower humming. Uh, so luckily right now, there's nothing too bad. Uh, going on right now but yeah it's a little bit difficult especially if you're by windows windows trap uh, windows will bring through that sound um, minimal noise can be edited out with certain post-production filters uh, and even adding some music as well will help cover up some of those sounds and of course there are microphones out there kind of similar to the one i'm talking into now this is a shotgun microphone uh, there will be certain microphones that will help drown out these noises and help get a quieter uh, less background noise into your final audio. So the quieter you can get it, the better and easier it's going to be for you in post to uh, edit this audio. Now, some people don't have many options when it comes to a quiet location, but you can do a couple of things to help improve the situation you're in. So the first thing you can do is unplug anything that's making a noise. So right now I'm next to a computer. None of the hard drives are going crazy right now, uh, but those hard drives, for example, should be unplugged. If, uh, if you're recording a podcast or if you're recording anything, you should unplug hard drives because some of those can get noisy. Things like your fridge or your air conditioner, those make humming noises. Uh, if you unplug your fridge for an hour, everything will be fine. Same with the air conditioner. Turn that off for an hour or so, however long you're going to be recording, and you'll be fine as well. Plug that right back in. Turn it right back on as soon as you're done. But you don't want those hums in the background because even though maybe you won't even hear it that well through your headphones, someone listening to it in a car, especially if they have a subwoofer, that's going to be terrible. That's going to sound super bad. That hum's going to come right through. So like I said, first thing you do is unplug some things. Second thing you could do is set up some blankets or sound blankets, whatever you want to call them. Basically take any spare blankets you may have in the house and put them up around you. So in an ideal world, I would actually put a blanket up in front of this window here to block any kind of noise coming through there. You could also put a blanket up this way as well, uh, just essentially to muffle uh, the sound to make it sound less uh, echoey and stuff like that. So yeah, take spare blankets, kind of set them up around you, kind of like how you've probably seen in like, if you've ever seen any kind of behind the scenes uh, videos, uh, guys in a music studio, like rappers or whatever, you'll always notice that there's so much cushioning going on around there. Essentially kind of set some blankets up around you. Sometimes you see those in the videos where if it's a big open studio, for example, in the recording audio, they definitely have blankets around them. Uh, yeah, so just place those up on the walls, windows, wherever you can, and those are going to help you get some... Uh, some nice cleaner sounding audio. So tip number two, is we're going to talk about microphones. 
So you don't necessarily need to buy a microphone to get good audio. You may not have the budget or you're just not sure which microphone to buy just yet, but everyone has a phone these days. Modern cell phones actually do pretty well when it comes to recording audio. I find uh, iPhones in particular have great audio quality. If you're going to use your phone, then your quiet location just became more important as phones pick up everything. So as long as you have a quiet location, recording on your iPhone, set those blankets up, record on your iPhone. You'll actually get some great quality out of those. Recording on your iPhone out in the street is going to be a nightmare. But if you're, like I said, uh, if you're in a location where you can kind of control the sound, like I said, unplug your fridge, set up some blankets type of thing, your iPhone's actually going to sound pretty good, uh, especially if you can get it this close uh, to your face uh, like this microphone is to me. Uh, if you're using your phone, make sure you get it as close to your mouth as possible, like I just said. These, the easiest way to do this would be to wear a shirt with a breast pocket and slip it in there. So you could do that. I've done that before uh, with the microphone, of course, facing upwards towards your face. Uh, you can use uh, the built-in recording app to do the trick. But of course, with the internet out there and a bajillion different apps out there, there are apps out there that will do a better job. I personally don't have any apps I can recommend. I've never used anything other than the built-in audio recorder when it came to iPhones. But uh, if that's what you're going to be using, then maybe look into maybe a couple apps that can help you get a little bit of cleaner sound. There's actually, Rode even actually makes microphones for the iPhones that you can buy, like a little accessory that you can attach to your uh, headphone input. And now you have a little bit even better of a microphone attached to your iPhone there. So when you're recording this audio, again, if you're going to be recording audio that's not on the camera, so this is for vlogs in particular, make sure you do some kind of audio sync or clap. So that way in post, you can sync the footage together. Once you're done recording yourself, you can email yourself the audio files. That's usually how it works on the iPhone. Or you could just attach your iPhone and copy and paste it from your computer. Now, when it comes to buying microphones like cameras, there's just an insane amount of gear out there to choose from. Like it's, it's overwhelming how much gear there is out there. But if you're on a budget, the quality of Blue's USB microphones are hard to beat. And you can get them anywhere between $100 and $200, depending on which model you choose. So I actually have one of those uh, around here. I have the Blue Yeti microphone, the big silver-looking thing. And that thing gets amazing audio. I've actually loaned it to my dad for now just because he's been doing a podcast. And the OCD side of me has been like, Dad, you need better audio. So I let him borrow that for now. But yeah, so one of those microphones insanely cheap i've seen tons of youtubers use these uh if you've ever seen there's one called the snowball as well where it's a funny looking little microphone it's literally called the snowball because it looks like a snowball it's a little white ball with a little tripod underneath it usually sits on the desk of famous youtubers same with the blue yeti if you've seen kind of this like funny looking silver one that's probably the blue yeti the biggest downfall i would say to these is that they're usb based uh, so if you're recording a vlog, that could be a pain in the butt because now you have to be close to a computer. The computer fan could be going off, etc. Ideally it doesn't, but let's say you're recording on a hot day, you might get some, uh, computer fan noise going on. Something basic like the GarageBand app on the Mac will work with one of these Blue Yeti microphones. Mark Marin actually even uses, I don't know if he's still using it, but Mark Marin for the longest time used GarageBand to record his podcast. He has some really beautiful microphones, but he was using the GarageBand app to record his podcast. So that's actually kind of cool considering how huge his podcast is. Now, my personal favorite microphone that I use all the time is the Rode VideoMic Pro. Countless vloggers, big and small, use this microphone as it captures great audio and it's directly connected to your camera. So it takes the pain away from having to sync it in post. I'm sure you've probably seen this infamous Casey Neistat vlog setup. 
Uh, it is the Rode VideoMic Pro you see sitting on top of his camera. So you have the Gorillapod, the camera, and then usually you have the tiny little shotgun mic on the top of the camera uh, that's pointed uh, with the lens towards the subject. Gets great audio, and it's easy to carry around. The Rode VideoMic Pro goes for about $300 retail. I believe that's USD, uh, which can be pricey to someone who's just starting out. But trust me, you would not regret spending the money on this. I use it all the time. That's probably one of the pieces of equipment that's carried over. over. I've had multiple camera bodies. Uh, I've gone through multiple cameras, multiple lenses. But the VideoMic Pro has stuck around just because, again, it's great quality. And even the new one is even better now. If you look into the new one, all the problems I have with my current Rode Video Rode VideoMic Pro are fixed in the new one. For example, the battery is uh, rechargeable in the new one. Uh, one big thing that a lot of people love is that the VideoMic Pro, you always have to turn it on when you're about to record. There's an on button on the back. Now it's synced with the camera. So as soon as the camera turns on, the mic turns on as well. And of course, they've made a replaceable wire. So if you ever break the wire that connects to your camera, with the model I have, I'll just have to buy a new mic essentially or get it repaired somehow. With the new model, they've made it so it's kind of like these headphones so I can tear this out and replace the cable no problem without having to uh, replace the whole thing because uh, that can get pricey. So if you pursue vlogging or if you see video slash filmmaking being a big thing for you uh, in the future, honestly, I would just invest in this because like i said it's going to carry over multiple cameras you know a starter camera if you start on something like the canon t3i uh, something like that uh you could throw this on top of your canon t3i and like i said that's going to carry over to when you eventually upgrade your camera because it's usually inevitable that especially like me like i said i've gone through in the last five years i think i've gone through three or four different camera bodies i started on canon Briefly was with Panasonic. Now I'm on Sony. Uh, this mic is great for uh, vloggers or who are constantly on the go as well as it captures great audio outside of just the regular studio slash desk setup. So actually, if you watch the video I did of my thoughts on the Mavic Air, that was strictly recorded on my Sony A7S with the VideoMic Pro on top of it because I was sitting so close to the camera. I knew that the audio would be good. And uh, yeah, so it's an awesome microphone. And those are my tips for uh, when you're shooting your next vlog with audio. Uh, so never underestimate the power of good sound and how much it adds to your overall production video. I highly, highly, highly recommend good sound. But yeah, that's going to do it for episode two. Hopefully some of these tips helped you out. Thanks so much for taking a listen. Again, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or any other kind of podcast app you may use. Again, you can watch a video version of this on YouTube under Real DKG Chris, Real R-E-E-L uh, DKG Chris. You'll be able to watch that there. And uh, stay tuned for a fancier backgrounds eventually. Thanks, guys.